0: What is up YouTube family? We're back with another subscriber first wholesale deal interview and today, man, I got my man Gabe on to share with you guys. After he closed his first wholesale deal, he went on to close what 40, uh, 42 more deals after that?
1: 41, 42 total I've done so far. Yeah.
0: Boom. Now Gabe, how, how much is your first uh wholesale deal? Uh, $1,200.
1: So it was a little how,
0: one, but... how long did it take you uh to make that?
1: So I heard about wholesale real estate in October two thousand nineteen, and I closed that one in March two thousand nineteen. So it was about a little bit more than five months to close my first deal.
0: Holy smoke, man! And how? uh, And uh, how do you found out that one?
1: How did I? Oh, okay. So um, when I first started uh, hearing about real estate, I don't know if you heard about uh, Fortune Builders. Yes. Yeah, so I, was, I went to that event, um, and they ended up pitching, like, a 50 something dollar program. Yeah. I like, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I can't do this. Thing. And, and uh, at the end of the program, they were trying to get us to sign up for credit cards so that we could pay get paid for the program. Um, I didn't do that, but I was like, all right, you know, I'm going to try to find a course, I can just, a cheaper course, you know, I can invest into and learn the wholesale game. And I ended up buying, like, a $500 course and um, heard about a guy named Josh Chan. So he started, and uh, it was Jalen White. Are you familiar with Jalen White?
0: Yes. I've yes. actually done an interview with him.
1: Yeah. So it was his course. And, um, my boy, Josh Chan was affiliated with him. And uh, he ended up, you know, he's a da- he has a data company. So I, ended I don't up- think,
0: uh, I don't think he does uh real estate anymore. Does he? Nah, he
1: doesn't. No, nah, he doesn't do yeah. real estate anymore. Yeah.
0: Now, uh, do you, uh, do you know uh, what, uh, he's doing now?
1: I think he's, um, uh, isn't he doing something in email marketing?
0: Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm not exactly sure, but dude, he's a hustler.
1: Yeah, he is a hustler.
0: Yeah, dude. good. Yeah, awesome. Uh good for him. So yeah. Go ahead. But no, so be, before dude, what even though your first wholesale deal, bro Gabe, it's not it's not big, right? It's only 1200 bucks. But but closing that first deal, dude, what have that what have that done to you, dude?
1: Yeah, so that was my first time ever, you know, making a check like besides 9 to 5. So I was not working a 9 to 5. My goal was work my 9 to 5. Why I continue to um, you know, do the wholesale thing and once Smart. that takes me, I start doing a bunch of deals. I'll, you know, I'll let that take over full time. So I'll be driving around truck driving for dollars, listening to your podcast, um, listen to your Friday Friday cold call things. And then right before <laughs> get out and someone, I would call someone, I'll listen to your uh, like one of your podcasts and then get on my calls and I would just keep going, you know, dialing one by one, one by one, going driving for dollars, doing everything under the sun um by myself. So you know, I was getting lists, cold calling, cold calling, cold calling. I was going through Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, um, and I ended up striking this first deal on Facebook Marketplace, it was a 4 sale by owner. hitting them up right away um i was creating facebook marketplace and craigslist every day for support sale by owners and this one i got lucky with you know ended up talking to the owner it was an owner it wasn't a wholesaler um and then finally went out to the property and i used to go to this um this meetup on i don't know if you ever heard of the app called meetup so um yeah so i went to a bunch of uh, like in-area events with local real estate investors and things like that so once i got this deal i ended up getting it under contract and i really had no clue what i was doing besides like I knew kind of like how to do the first half because I was always listening to podcasts and things like that, so I locked it up. And then I had no clue how to do the first, the second half. So as soon as I locked it up, um, I texted everyone that I ne- networked with at those meetup events. And uh, this one guy named Roger, he hit me up. He hit me back up, and I thought he was a buyer. So he's like, "You want to JV the deal?" And he ended up being a wholesaler. And I was like, uh, "You know what? Fuck it. Let's JV the deal, and I can learn the whole entire back process from you." So he's already it's done one awesome. of the deals. So I was like, "I'll just JV this with you." Um, so we ended up JVing it together. They they, they uh, found the buyer the next day and they taught me the whole entire, like how to insert it, the title, how to like assign an assignment contract and the whole entire back half of it. So I ended up JVing like my first four deals with them um, because of that. So I just I just wanted to learn the back process. I knew like this was a good opportunity for me to provide value to them, for them to teach me like the whole entire process. So that's what I did. And, you know, we went to the closing together. Um, it ended up being like almost a fourth like a little bit less than a $4,000 uh, total check, but we split it and JV'd it. So we ended up being around 1200 each, um, but I learned the whole entire process of wholesaling. And, um, you know, as soon as I picked up that check, it was just like a spark in my eye. I was like, this is it. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna run with this. Um, Cause before I used to have the shiny spoon system, We'd do all different types of uh, things I'd see on uh, Instagram, someone doing Forex or something like this. So I was like, I'm just gonna stick to this one thing. You know, I seen success, I got my first check. So I'm just gonna run with this. So that's what I did. Um, you know and i just started expanding from there once i seen that back it was little but it was mighty it literally changed everything for me
0: nice man bro congrats dude thank you man congrats bro so now okay so you found the deal off of the facebook marketplace for those of you who don't know you just need to google it just meetup.com all right meetup.com search for real estate investors network with them also join your local ria i highly recommend you join your local ria you will find all kinds of people there private money harmony you'll find attorney you will find you know ho- all the wholesaler fix and flipper contractor network with them a lot of you will be like well come, i don't know how to calculate rehab dude when i first started i know nothing about fixing houses dude right so network with contractors and just 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 leverage other people's skill set knowledge or information or connection whatever you need to do okay exactly. nice bro so dude now how do you how do you guys find uh, how do you guys the buyer?
1: So how they so they have uh, they've been wholesaling. So Roger ended up actually working for one of the number one wholesaling companies in Philadelphia, and he ended up quitting. So he's on an NDA um, technically, but so he was like uh, you know being super low key about it. So he had a big list of buyers, and he ended up finding the buyer the next day. Just ended up doing an email blast. The Buyer was interested, and um, yeah, so they ended up going to look at the property and they signed it the next day. And why wow. they did the whole process. I just followed along, got on all the calls with them, and just learned the process. And I did that for about four times with them and um until I really got comfortable to do everything by myself. And I still JB, we just closed an actual deal yesterday or on Friday. Um we closed a really big deal it was in Philadelphia. It was a 60000 dollars assignment. We had three people on it, my boys that brought me the deal, they made $20K. The guy I'm talking about now, that first JB, my first whole deal with me, he made 12000 dollars and I made true dollars 12000 dollars as well and we just go to that Friday so we still you know do deals together as well
0: nice so, bro. bro nice so, now yeah. dude Gabe, um how old are you now bro 23. I'm
1: 23 okay dude
0: can a little uh why don't you give why don't you give us a little background about kind of like who you are do you go to college uh, like why do you decide to take this entrepreneur out and all that bro just a little background
1: I, yeah so in high school um you know I was never a good kid, I was. Got you know, I was around like bad people. Um, you know, did not so good things. You know, got into like zanx and things like that. Um, and but while I was in college or while I was in high school, at the end of high school, I started flipping like shoes and like I would go to the thrift store and um, like buy stuff at the thrift store and list on eBay. And I was always like buying and reselling things. So I always had like uh, like something about buying low and like just hustling. And then I would also post ads on like Craigslist. I found a Ty Lopez course. I bought and um, flipped iPhones. <laughs> So I'll post ads on Craigslist to buy broken iPhones, use iPhones. And yeah. I'll pay someone for cash via this on eBay and make about like, almost like 70 plus profit return, in return. Um, and I never had the mindset though. So I was always spending money. I was always, you know, just never keeping track of everything. And once I went to college, um, one of my best friends I went to middle school with, we went to college together. Um, I was supposed to go play lacrosse. I ended up going to community college for a semester. I ended up dropping out before my first semester with my one of my best friends from middle school to start a clothing brand. So we ended up starting a clothing brand and I was really big into like the marketing. I went to school for business, so I like business. And um, I was doing, go ahead. or you Dude,
0: to... bro, Gabe, man, I thought I thought that I talk fast, bro.
1: I do talk super fast, I'm sorry.
0: Bro, you talk super fast. <laughs> and you know, dude, you know English is my second language, bro. So
1: I'm trying to catch up, you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll, I'll slow it down, I'll slow it down. Um, wait, okay. wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, uh, Gabe, just... Um, I just want to point out some quick thing man one thing i want to ask you dude were you uh, were you pretty popular uh in high school
1: uh i wouldn't say like popular but i was friends with everyone like i didn't have like a click or anything i was always friends with whoever you know everyone always.
0: yeah because dude because the reason i asked that bro because to me man anyone that's in high school or whatever it is if they're popular they always seems to obviously when you're popular you have a lot of friends they always seems to go down the wrong path yeah I like not all of them, but I would say because like I I was a nerd, dude. I was a nerd, a nerd. I was a dork, right? I barely have any friends. I just got two friends. And most of the time I just go to school. I I get picked on, I get bullied. I I come home. I just play video games, right? I never do drugs. I never smoke when I, you know, so that's that. So I want to point that out. But anyways, comment down below, like whoever can relate. I really want to know. Now the next thing, Gabe, the next thing I want to ask you, bro, and I think this is so important for people to understand this. That you mentioned when you so high school you were flipping what shoes and phones. How much, dude? How much were you making at the time, dude?
1: Uh, dude, I couldn't honestly. It was barely anything, you know. It was it was it was like scraps, you know. I was literally like making a two hundred, three hundred dollars from like an iPhone flip. But like I said, it was never tracked. I never tracked anything. I didn't have that mindset. So like that money went to you know something that didn't matter. You know, it would be going out to eat shoes spending on stupid stuff so i've never tracked it right so once i really got that mindset down and shifted my mindset that's when you know everything started to change for me i started tracking everything and changing it from a hobby to a business
0: good man so dude I, those of you who watching this i want you guys to very very understand because it doesn't people don't understand this people keep on thinking i need to make more i need to make more but you're completely wrong it doesn't matter how much money you make it's what you do with the money you make, you know, cause dude, I seen teens, 18, 19, dude, they make a a boatload of money, but I promise you 99% of them got nothing. 99% of them will live paycheck to paycheck. Like after they close this deal, they are, they are blew all their money on the Gucci, the Louis Vuitton, right? The, the fancy call, all the flashy things, man. And then now they got to hustle and grind to get the next deal or to do the next deal. It's, it's, you guys got to understand, you know, to have extra money, you got to be frugal. You got to live below your means. If you make a hundred G's and you spend a hundred G's or you spend 110, which most people do, you end up having none. Why, why do you think most people, right? Why do you think most people live paycheck to paycheck? It's because they spend more than what they make. You know, it's easy. Making that money is one thing, but trust me, keeping it. It's a whole complete different game. It's a complete different game because, listen, once you once you make fifty thousand a month or a hundred thousand a month, it's so easy to go out there and draw and buy the the Lambo, buy the Ferrari, buy the Rose. Like it's so easy because when you look at that, you'll be like, hey, my monthly payment on that thing is only five thousand or six thousand. And when you bring in fifty Gs, that is nothing. But let me tell you what you don't understand. What you don't understand is the habits. You guys don't understand that. Is you're building up these habits, the habits of instant gratification, the, the habits of I make it, I want it, I want it now. Guess what? That 5000 five a month, dude, add into your credit card bills, your other bills. Dude, all these little things will add up. And once you have built such bad habits, it's extremely hard to get rid of the bad habits, just like any kind of addiction. If you have a shopping addiction, same thing. Drugs addiction, same thing, you know? Like when people get you, you, like people don't understand, like, like it's the habits. All right. So for you to have the extra money, you got to be frugal. So Gabe, dude, how did you go? How did you go from just spending and spending to not?
1: Um, one day I turned, when I hit 21, I, for some reason I was just like, I'm sick of my own shit. I got, just got sick of my own shit. So I just was like, all right, you know, I need to do something. I ended up watching like this one YouTube video. It was like millionaire habits. These kids like trying millionaire habits for like a week. And it was like waking up at 4.30, you know, doing all these, these little habits. So I ended up starting a morning routine. I started waking up at 4.30 AM every day. I had to go to the gym at five, come home at six, you know, prayer, meditation, journaling and doing all that stuff. And then I would leave for work at 7.30, get there at eight, one come home until like six or something, and then come home and try to work on my stuff and like watch my courses and stuff. So I did that for like a year straight, just kept constantly waking up. And that, doing that and doing all those little habits and we, it was as little as waking up and making my bed and just instilling those little disciplines into my life. And a year, after a year, a couple months of doing that, my whole entire life and mindset was completely, completely changed. Um, Bro, wow, that, dude. Doing that just changed my life forever.
0: Just- so, so Gabe, uh- what books or what veto do you watch
1: that you can recommend? Um, so uh, a bunch of books, like, um, for instance, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that's a good one. Um, I was reading, um, a bunch of Robert Kiyosaki mindset books. Um, and then the the video I was, I watched on YouTube. It was like, um, it was millionaire habits or how, or, or, uh, spending a week doing millionaire habits. And it was just these kids that just like listed all these millionaire habits that, they were doing waking up early, you know, water, all that. And then they were like recording themselves doing it for a week. And then I seen that, I was like, oh, I'm trying to try implementing this to my life. Um, and so I just started doing the habits. It took me a little bit of sometimes not waking up and sleeping in. And then finally I got into the habit of just doing it every single day.
0: Nice, bro. Nice. Dude, I I even willing to make like a bet. Because dude, me, me and the wife, being how frugal we are, right? Spending only 10 to 15% of what we make. And when, dude, when I see all these kids in their, you know, 1920s, I don't care if you're making 100000 a month. Dude, when I see them with the cars, with the chain, with the diamond, with the Roly, I see all, with the Gucci. I see all that, dude. I can, I can, I can for sure that they do not have, dude, probably not even 100 G's in their bank account because I see you can make a lot dude but I, when i when I see all that dude the saving because you got to understand man overhead taxes yeah right so if you don't take the money you make and put into asset like real estate where you can actually depreciate so you can pay so you pay very little on taxes if they have none of real estate if they have no real estates and they're having all these cars right all these liabilities dude majority they're money man they got to pay 25 30 percent in taxes boom she gone. Yeah. So anyways, dude, okay, now let's talk, let's get into, um, so, did, so did you continue with college or or how do you pick uh, the entrepreneur out?
1: So um, you mean after I got my first deal? Yeah. Right. Wait, yeah. so you were still going to college, right? Yeah. So I, I didn't even get into, I dropped out of college and started a building brand. So I did that for like a couple of years. We really built that out. I built out the marketing side and then my partner I ended up having like a, a kid with this girl and we split yeah. up. And after that, after we split up, I was like, I'm my, the next best thing I knew was social media marketing agency. Um, but while I started building that out, I went to the fortune builder event and found out about wholesaling. And then I was like, all right, you know, I, this is kind of like marketing. I'm really good at the marketing ready. Let me t- try it out. So then I just went into the wholesaling, got my first deal. And once I got my first deal, that's when I was like, all right, this is exactly what I'm going to do. And this is exactly what I'm going to stick with. And I'm going to just continue to build this out.
0: And you just drop a college after that?
1: Yeah. So I, I was still, I actually dropped out of college once I started the clothing brand. So I was like, all right, I'm going to risk oh. it all, dropping out of college to start the clothing brand. And then that didn't end up working. And then I was still working at nine to five, but the day I picked up my check from, from my first wholesale deal, I quit my nine to five. So,
0: um, uh, so dude, uh, so, uh, so what were you doing uh, at the nine to five?
1: Uh, construction. I was doing a lot of like fireplace building, like building stone walls. Oh, nice. And type of like some construction type of work. So um that's what I was doing but as soon as I picked up that first check I uh, ended up quitting my job and moving to Florida um and just risking yeah I was just like I need to get out of my hometown I grew up in my hometown uh, you know working that job since I dropped out of college and I was like this is it you know I know I'm going to take this I know myself if I go put myself in an uncomfortable position I know I'm going to get to it so once I moved to Florida um yeah I literally just started going all in you know building up the system building out you know, all this, these more like my marketing channel is really sticking with it. And, um, it's a start to blow up. And
0: totally. So, okay. So dude, um, Gabe, I want to know, bro. So when you closed that first deal of 1200 bucks, what did you, what did you do with that money to get the next one, to get the next one, to get the next one?
1: Yeah. So for my first like 13 deals, I didn't touch one single dime. It all went back into business. Every single chip. So that whole entire check went right back into the business. I got another list, cool call. Um, I ended up um, like building, getting a, like an SMS system and trying an SMS uh, marketing and um, just everything went back into the business for like my first 13 checks, I didn't touch anything. And um, that, that's why I think I was able to like really build it super quickly. Cause I put everything back into the business. Cause I was just gonna risk it all. Like I'm, I'm not risk it all, but I know, you know I'm gonna try to live, I don't need anything. I'm gonna live as low as I can and just invest everything back in the business because I believed in myself and what I was doing.
0: So dude, so now, so where are you at now as far as in uh, your
1: team? Yeah, so I have um, uh, one Dispo guy, I'm bringing on another Dispo guy. Um, I have two acquisitions- Wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, hold on dude. So for those that don't know what Dispo Dispo is,
1: could you explain? Yeah, so it's pretty much once we get the deal under contract, um, he takes that deal, all the information and markets it out to our buyers and finds the buyer for the deal. And um, you know, assigns the deal. So dispo, he I have one dispo right now. Um, he and everyone I work with right now is actually I grew up with since I was in middle school. So wow. Once, like, my first deal, I like started putting them on. And um, yeah, and then they I have two of my good friends, they used to be car salesmen, they're calling for me, they're doing acquisitions and sales. Um, I'm actually hiring two more acquisitions, so I'm gonna have four total. Um, I'm adding another dispo guy, so I have two disco guys total. And then I have two VAs from the Philippines I'm using. Um that do just like everyday tasks and things like that for us
0: dude um dude gabe dude anyone that's gonna watch this bro will have to put this
1: in slow mode I no I, I gotta i gotta learn on how to talk a little bit slower i talk so fast it's crazy i walk <laughs> so, back, talk fast
0: so okay gabe you ha- you have two va in the philippines uh what are they doing for you
1: so i have them do everyday tasks um my one va it was actually in my credit repair business and i've moved them over to the whole sun side of business but the other VAs in like my rural texting tab. So when I send out my SMS campaigns, we get a bunch of messages that um, you know come in. It's like no, not interested. Uh, what's your offer? You know, how do you get my number? Things like that. And then I have my VA in there, pretty much just filtering out all the leads. So okay,
0: hold on. So you have two VAs that all they do is they filter, qualify, and filter the lead for you. Uh, one does. Okay, the- so one. Okay, hold on. One of them filter and qualify the lead, basically yeah. filter the lead for
1: you. Yeah.
0: Well, what does the other VA do?
1: The other one was cold calling. So I had him cold calling, but I'm actually, um, having him stop cold calling. And I think I'm going to have him setting, setting up my marketing campaigns. uh, Okay. do marketing campaigns every three months. So I'll usually like refresh my data every three months to have a new campaign. So I'm going to have him start doing the marketing campaigns. Um, you know, setting all that up.
0: Okay. Got you, bro. Okay. Now
1: who closed the deal? Uh, my sales guys, which are the two used to be car salesmen. They're the two. Oh, nice! So they're they're good on the phone. Oh, dude!
0: If you're in car, if, yeah, man. If, if you have any kind of sales, uh, sales skills, especially in the car industry, shit, man, you will crush it.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's usually them two closing deals, and then I'm also in the CRM as well. Sometimes I kind of just oversee everything, but I'll be in the CRM as well closing deals. So I'll close deals, um, here and there as well once I get in there, but. Okay.
0: So, okay. So wait. So you got two sales guys. Basically, the per I call them purchase manager, or some of you call them acquisitions, where they actually close the deal. All right. And you got two that, and then you're about to hire on another one, so you will have two dispositions. Yeah. Dispo, right? The the one that actually sell the deal. Yep.
1: Yeah. And
0: then you just uh, basically focus on obviously overlooking the team and uh collecting that money.
1: Yeah, and yeah, making sure everything goes good. But yeah, I'm about to hire actually and keep the sales guys on just closing deals because right now once they come in interested, they're getting on the phone with them and getting the information as well. So I'm about to hire actually two people to literally just be in the interested lead from the text messages, getting all the information and then it goes to them to actually just close it. And I'm gonna like outsource the part where they don't have to get on the phone and get all the information from them. Okay, right now, so
0: Got gotcha, you, bro. So, so far, so far, um, all the guys that work with you are are your friend from high school or middle school? Yeah, we grew up together. Um,
1: and yeah, we we're all around together. They were nice, it, bro. But I'm about to hire, um, must be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's super. It's really, really fun. I love you know being able to make money with them, you know, have fun while we're doing it. So,
0: good man. So, how do you, uh, so how do you pay them?
1: Um, so whoever closes the deal um, gets 15%, and Dispo gets 7% every single deal but I'm about to move up the percentages a little bit just because we're doing a lot more volume. So um, I want them.
0: Gotcha. Now, do you guys mainly just wholesale in Florida or Wells?
1: Uh, so we actually are from Pennsylvania. So that's where we started. I started in my backyard. PA? Here. Yeah. So then once we moved to Florida, then we got into Florida and we do everything virtual in PA. So we're in, right now we're actually in Florida, uh, PA, Arizona, California, and then North Carolina now.
0: Dang, so you guys seeing, okay, Pennsylvania, Florida, Arizona, California, and Wales,
1: no, And North Carolina.
0: Dang. Yes. Yeah,
1: so NC. Yeah. So now we're in a couple of other markets. Um, we're doing fix and flips now as well. We have about seven fix and flips we're doing over in PA area. Um, so that's the only place we're doing the fix and flips right now.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. So you wholesale and you also have seven fix and flip going on right now.
1: Yeah, so as we were doing the wholesaling, you know, just because of going to the meetups and I actually sold the deal to this one guy in PA and he was friends with one of the top 25 realtors in Pennsylvania out of 5,000 agents. And then he ended up hitting me up and, uh, you know, we just connected very, very well. So now he's my, I connected with him and built a partnership, fix and flip. So now I do fix and flips with him at a PA. So out of like some of my leads if they end up being a good fix and flip instead of wholesaling it.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Oh, Oh my God, bro. I, okay. Oh, Gabe, dude, just, just too much, bro. Hold on a second. So Gabe, how long have you, how long have you actually been doing this two years?
1: Um, October, 2019. So I guess almost two years. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, okay. So two years. Cause I, dude, I want to know how can you grow so quickly? So, yeah. because dude, it's, I didn't grow this quick, man. So hold on a second. So you wholesale, when did you got into the whole fix and flip game?
1: Um, it was literally about in what's this, what's the second month? What is it? All right, December, October? What's month two, That's
0: month, 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 two so was of, just... of February.
1: So January, February. Yeah. So, yeah. We locked up. yeah. So February is when we started, we locked up our fix, first fix and flip.
0: Okay. Hold on. So February is when you do your first fix and flip. Were you doing it by yourself or do you have a partner?
1: I teamed up with the top 15, the top 25 realtor and PA. Um...
0: Hold on, hold, hold on, hold on. I want people to really understand yeah. this. It, it doesn't take yeah. this, you know. It doesn't take poof, and then you can jump to the moon. Yeah. So you guys understand? Hold on a second, bro. So you do the first fix and for first fix and flip in February. You partner up with a a, um, a realtor that is in PA. Yeah. And he been and he he's a, a realtor and investor himself.
1: Yeah, he's a realtor. And okay.
0: The- now I want to know is how does the partnership work?
1: So pretty much it was just supposed to be me bringing him deals for as a wholesaler, right? And he was gonna give me a wholesale fee. But as you seen, like, you know, all the systems and what I really had going on, um, we decided we're just gonna like, I'm gonna bring him leads and he's either gonna keep it as a rental or we're gonna keep it as a fix and flip. And if we keep it as a rental, he'll give me a wholesale fee. If we keep it as a fix and flip, we're 50-50 on the deal. So everything's split 50-50 on the actual profit of the deal. Um, and I bring him the lead. He takes care of everything else. I connected him with the contractor, but he's taking care of the private money lender, um, overseeing the job, having the contractors, you know, go there and do everything else.
0: Okay, it's just okay. See, th- this is this is why I want you guys to understand and see what's going down. Cause sometimes it's not as what we think it is. Like, oh, Gabe just did this for two years. He wholesale, he fixed and flipped seven houses. Dude, all by yourself. That's why I'm digging in. That's why I'm digging it down so you guys understand he's not doing all by himself. Yeah. He's partnering up with somebody, okay? Basically, so my, my whole thing to you, see, that that's why when I hear stories like this, I was like, dude, if you only started two years, where do you get the money to fix and flip? I understand you can leverage, you know, you can use hard money, private money. Yeah. But to do this, man, all by yourself, dude, it takes, it takes a lot. Yeah, so yeah. that's why... That's why I, I've been through the game. So I, you know, so I know what it takes to actually climb to the top. And when I see something like this, I want to dig in. So, so people, cause when I first started, man, I watched people on YouTube, right? All of a sudden they start from zero and then boom, within a year, they, they became like a millionaire, like in real estate. But you don't understand that before that, right? The story before that, before that, guess what they did. They were a realtor. They have a property management company or they have a realtor. Like they they, they have the backing already to jump and actually scale up. So that's why they scale up so quickly. But if you were to start from zero, like like me, knowing or like Gabe, knowing nothing about real estate, jumping in, going to the seminars and trying to learn, dude, it takes it takes longer than that. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. so Gabe, my, my my question to you is, dude, why wouldn't why wouldn't the realtor just pay you the fee? He does the work and i have to split 50-50 with you.
1: So, cause it's a, it's a bigger vision than just, you know, like just, just that. Right. So he, we connect on a very deep level you know, energy level and things like that. And he sees what I got going on and us connecting together and partnering up, we both bring a lot, a lot of value to the table. So it just makes sense for me being able to bring the amount of deals I can bring to him and him being able to provide you know, the money and the private lender, things like that. So it just makes sense for us to partner up so we can scale, you know, a lot more faster, you know, two two good minds and two good people with you know both different skill sets bring together, you know, you're able to, you know, do a lot more. So he wouldn't be bring, doing the deals and we wouldn't be able to scale to these seven flips on his side if it wasn't for me. And I wouldn't be able to do these flips if it wasn't for him, you know?
0: I got you, bro. Those of you who's watching, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you guys, Right. Hey, it might be a different case for you, bro, but I'm going to say like how it is. This is the real world. Let me tell you guys, listen, this is the real world, man. Nobody's, nobody's going to watch your own back. Nobody's going to watch your back. You got to watch your own back. So I don't know how your deal goes down, Gabe, but here's how I look at it, dude. If I were, if I were the realtors, I would be like, you know what, man, dude, your, your, your biggest wholesale fee is how much? 17 Gs? Yeah. Most of you. Okay. Let's just talk about the first deal that you sent him. Let's, let's break this down because mostly you guys partnership. This is typically how a partnership work and I could be wrong, but you bring in the money and then the other person do the work, which means they, they either do the work themselves or they hire a contractor, but they take care of doing the construction side, you take care of the the lending side, whether you have private money, hard money, or your own money, but you bring the money to the table. He brings the, um, you know, he's, he's bring the construction side to the table, but all you're doing is you just bring him the deal. And it seems like he's doing all majority of the work. So I just, to me, why would someone pay someone 50 50 when they, okay. So Gabe, Gabe, let's talk about this dude. The first deal that you bring to the guy how if you were to wholesale to him, how much would you would have made?
1: So I didn't have, end up. We didn't even get to that point. I didn't bring him any deals yet. To the point, we just networked and then he. We were just on the phone for a couple of times and yep. we ended up bringing up part of that options, like you know, kind of just like if if he were to do the the like all, sure. those you know, if he buys the rental wholesale fee, you know, either if we fix and flip together and as a partnership, or um, you know, vice versa, we just keep. Sure. It. So we did lay out all those options. Um. But yeah, you know, I'm the one that connected him with the contractor. So pretty much, you know, he is just the money, right? He he's the one with the lending. Um, I have the contractors in place in PA and that are going through all of our deals. Um, he doesn't even go to any of the properties. We just close on them and that's it. So Right,
0: right. But, but I know. Okay, you have the contractor, but who managed the contractor, dude? So we have a GC that manages them. So now who managed the uh, the GC?
1: So our GC is from me. So I've connected Eldon, which is my partner, with the GC. Yep. Um, But the GC really does. He's familiar with what we do, so we really have to. Besides, our first initial, um, you know, going inside the door. Once we close the property, he's taking care of everything. You know, they're going to Home Depot, getting all the supplies, doing everything like that.
0: But so you, so you're telling me that no one managed the GC. So basically,
1: Elden, Elden, my partner, who's in PA, he's that lives in PA, he's. The, you know, he's there in the property. He goes to the property sometimes here and there, not our first one we did. He was, but our second one's not. So he's in contact with the GC.
0: Okay. So, okay. Hold on a second, dude. Listen, man, I did the whole fix and flip game for five, for five years, dude. Yeah. I sucked. I almost lost everything. Okay. So I, I want to, I want, I want everyone to listen to understand. Okay. So the realtors comes in with the money. Now, how, now, you guys, you guys have seven flip in the pipeline, but nothing has complete yet or has we there, have,
1: we have one flip completely, uh, fixed and done and it's on so, the contract already. It's sold. Okay. It closes on the 11th. How much, how
0: much are you going to make on that?
1: 60 net profit after all fees.
0: So 60 K. So which is 30 each?
1: Yeah. 30 each.
0: How much are you paying? Okay. So that's already taking a consideration of taking out all the, uh the uh the general contractor fees and everything right
1: it's after everything six okay
0: so 30 k each. see the thing is here's what i don't understand that's all say so now this this realtors is he just a realtor or has he fixed and flipped before
1: he is new to the fix and flipping um he's he's mostly a realtor does a lot of realtor stuff he's just getting into like the the flipping
0: got it got hold on a second see if if he's a realtors and he has been fixing flip, there's no reason why he would partner with anybody. He would just pay you 10 G's for your wholesale deal, flip this property and make the, and make the 50 K uh, himself. Right. Yeah. So he doesn't have to split it, but what he, so what I understand is that he is a realtors, but does not have any fixing flip experience.
1: Yeah. So he's new to the fixing flip stuff. So, so yeah, you, so that.
0: you find the deal
1: yeah,
0: He lines up the, mo- the money. Yeah. And then you already have a contractor's that does all the work. Yeah. Ah, see? Okay. Now it makes sense, bro. Yeah. So, okay. So now you, your guy, your in-house guy managed the GC.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. And then as an agent, once you fit, flip, once you completely rehab it, as an agent, he will put the prop, he will list the market and go through the selling process.
1: So he listed on the market and did all that. and, and did the
0: selling process. Okay. Got you. Okay. Got you, bro. Okay. Fair enough. So um, for those of you who's watching, listen, you know, I fixed and flipped for five years. I'm not saying that there's people that have never successfully fixed and flipped and can do it on automatic where they have team and system in place. But man, let me tell you, I, I, I highly recommend that you guys just focus on one thing which is just wholesale stack the cash. Gabe, you tell me how this whole fix and flip go a year from now. Yeah. So to me, it's just like a new relationship. You know, you get it, you get into that honeymoon stage is everything is bubbly rainbows and stars. So let me tell you guys, okay, Gabe, let me tell you a quick story. So the wifey has a, has a friend, longtime friend. She recently dated this guy. They got married, right? I think they dated for a couple of months and all of a sudden got married, what, whatnot. And she would tell my wife, she, my, my wife would tell her, she's like, you know that this is just a, like you guys are in the honeymoon stage, right? Like it will, will not be like this for, for, for forever. She's like, no, we'll be like this forever, blah blah blah. My, the wife's like, okay, we'll wait and see. Couple months in, they got in a fight, they argue. You guys. <laughs> Success is like a success. It's a, the road to success is always under construction. Good marriage is always under construction. The wife and I still fight. So whoever you're dating and you, you you're in the stage It's called honeymoon stage, right? Like that will go away. But for you to be together forever, you need to, you need to work things out. You need to talk. You, like there's a lot of things that need to be done to make sure the relationship lasts. Just like, you know, just like the the whole thing, the whole fix and flip game. I did it for five years. I did it where I was a contractor, general contractor, they call me. I sell everything out just to save money on on the contractor. I sell everything out, and then people tell me, "Hey Kong, you know what, dude? It's it's less headaches if you find a GC and let them do all the work." I did that. I find a GC, and you guys don't. You guys think I don't hustle and I don't negotiate, dude. Man, I was I was out. I was waking up at five o'clock in the morning at Home Depot. I was out talking to contractors. Um, so my, my, my whole game is I keep my I keep my life now very simple. I just wholesale. I do a, a, a quick turn. I wholesale. I take that money. I buy rental property. So I, I I I I stack the cash. I buy rental property for cash flow. I don't get into the whole fix and flip. I leave it for somebody else. I make a little bit less, but you know what? No stress, no headaches for me. There's I have to come up, but it seems like Gabe find a partner that does all that. So good for not you. Wrong
1: either. Even when I went down to the property when we were first doing the fix and flip, like I, you know, was in there doing work. This is our first fix and flip. So we had a problem and ended up, you know, the first contract we used before we started using my contract. We had to end up taking him to court and you know, he wasn't doing the work. So we were in there for a little bit doing the work ourselves. And when I was in there, I was like, yo. I can literally just wholesale this, you know, and just done yep. none of this. It's not so much work at the end of the day, it might not, it's probably not worth it, you know? So it's just kind of like, almost like a testing thing for me just because of how hot the market is and kind of just trying to take advantage of you know, yep. what's going on right now. Cause we listed on the market and we got 5K over asking, no inspections. The market is just super hot. So I'm kind of just, you know, just seeing how this goes. You're hundred percent correct, not wrong at all. Probably may not last forever, Um, but yeah, it was just kind of like a testing for me. This is the first time I'm doing something like this. So I just want to see how it would go.
0: No, bro, dude, man, I wish, I wish you the best of luck, bro. And be the most successful ever be a wholesaler, a, a, a flipper and all of that, dude. Like, don't let my limitation, dude, don't let, don't let my results, yeah, right, right. Dictates your, 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 level of success, bro. Like, yeah. like you might fix and flip and you can crush it. My buddy Ryan, dude, he has a partner. He has a partner. He has everything systemized. So he funds the deal. I He funds the deal. They do all the work, dude. And he's just, he's crushing it, bro. He flips over a hundred house a year, you know? So me, that's just not my strength. My strength is just, and uh, my strength is just being able to find deals and then just wholesale it, simple, make it easy, no risk on me because I don't have to, you know, all of that. But anyways, bro, good for you, man. But keep me posted a year from now. I really want to cool. see where you go with the whole game, okay?
1: I will, man. I appreciate it
0: not a problem dude Gabe now um how do people connect with you bro
1: yeah so you can uh I'm always on Instagram so Gabriel Kozel my whole entire Instagram handle and then I'm also on YouTube as well and TikTok Gabriel Kozel so all my handles are Gabriel Kozel so can feel free to shoot me a DM whatever you guys want um uh, and I'm an open book love to talk and connect with people bro
0: so you're on TikTok Instagram and where else uh YouTube and YouTube as well yeah got it bro good man now, um, Gabe, what are some last words that you want to uh, tell the viewer, dude?
1: Yeah, so, um, viewers, you know, if, if you're just getting started, whatever it is, you know, just, just continue to stay consistent. Don't try to, when, when you first get to the game, try to outsource everything yourself. Try to, you know, go on Fiverr, get a cold call, whatever it is. Um, I you know, always recommend this to everyone, you know, do the work yourself, hustle, make those calls, make those texts, go out there and network with people Um, because that's how you're going to familiarize yourself with the whole entire game. And, um, you know, when you get to the point to to start bringing on other people, you're able to know the whole entire game like the back of your hand. So um, that would be a piece of advice I would give out to to the viewers.
0: Boom! Gabe, man, thank you so much for your time, bro, to jump on and to do this with me. I really appreciate it. Those of you watching, if you're new to the channel, be sure to boom, smash that subscribe button. Make sure to follow my man Gabe. Also too, is if you have any questions, comment down below. And if you enjoy this interview or you have any tips or feedback for me to make it better, just comment down below and let me know. I have an open mind. Um, But if you do like it, show my guests, myself some love, boom, smash that thumbs up for me. And until next time, take care. Ciao. Later, bro. See
1: you later.